There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, and look over there. Wow. Is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. Goodness. Oh, wow. yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Ooh. Um, I want to share a phrase that my sister has oh. generated as, as, as he normally does. Um, Share my phrase, spread my teachings, my dear, (laughs) darling dear. Darling dear, it is (laughs) one of those phrases that you don't know what it is about it, but it really, really hits you. Speaking for myself. I hear, I know what you're going to say. We were talking on on one of our little group chats, our GCs, and then uh, we're talking about how this Sean Conley guy, this doctor is a fool. Yeah. Um, and how all these all these doctors who are somehow 32 years old who are, who are attending to the president are like 32-year-old men. And I'm sorry if I'm erasing any women uh, or, or, or non-binary people who are on that staff. Thank but you for apologizing. Thank you. I just don't, I don't care to really like pay attention to who is <laughs> treating him. But <laughs> I brought up how silly they are. And then my friend Matt Rogers said, Clown parade, clown brigade. <laughs> clown parade, clown brigade. When I look at everyone stomping out of that Walter Reed hospital with their little prompts in hand, doing the work of 
Dr. Doom himself, I say clown parade, clown brigade. I don't trust anyone that comes out of there and says a goddamn thing. And how come they're trying to like convince us all of a sudden that this is the way that this disease works? It's not the way that this virus works, where it's just like, he's better and going home. That is not how it fucking works. And I really hope that no one is successfully gaslit by this, because to be honest with you, the whole thing is fucking crazy. I'm almost hesitant to even comment on it because it's it could change it any it's second. changing. It's changing very quickly. I don't, I, don't, I don't care to comment on it either. I just want to comment. I just want to provide context. <laughs> For Clown Parade, Clown Brigade. <laughs> For Clown Parade, Clown Brigade, which is so funny because you texted the words Clown Parade, Clown Brigade, and I laughed. And then you sent a voice message. And the, gotta threat, and the, the reading of it is so excellent. Here, well, can I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, can I, can I actually pull up the original audio? Oh, my. My God, not, you love it that, so much. You're exhausted. I love it. it so much. It's so it's it had me in tears. Okay, here me here we go. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> clown parade, clown brigade. <laughs> well, that is how it's said. For anyone at home that it's, wants to sort of refer to a bunch of people as a clown, clown parade, clown brigade, that's how you do it. We should just say, let's give a little parade, clown brigade. <laughs> it's 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 so funny because. You're saying it's redundant. You're saying this a clown parade basically means clown brigade, but you're well, being so emphatic about. I feel a brigade is sort of a more intentional version of a parade. You know what I mean? Like a brigade a is really is coming to intentional. Get you. A parade is it takes a lot of organizing. <laughs> a parade is not a to, lot of like not to knock anyone and call any parade organizers out there unintentional. I'd hate to call the girls unintentional. But what I'm saying is. Like, let's just give a little context. So while we've been gone, y'all, the president yeah. has gotten COVID, which is so insane. It would be the easiest thing in the world for the president and his handlers to protect him and the people around him from COVID-19. But as we know, they're the most careless people in the world. We thought just about all of America, apparently about themselves as well. And now a whole fleet of them have the coronavirus. So that's what's happening. And he went to the hospital reports where he was not doing well. Now the doctors have come out and said, actually, he is doing well. He wasn't doing well. We lied to you about that. But now we're saying he is doing well. And believe us now, I guess, because. And let's have him stand outside the White House. I mean, this is just literally minutes ago. Stand outside the White House. Yeah. Jaundiced looking, (laughs) gasping for he can barely breathe. He took his mask off. Like, what a Fucking idiot. Yeah, at time of recording, he has stood outside of the White House after getting back from Walter Reed, and he's like waving to his adoring public, and he really looks like he can't breathe. And, um, you know, Matt and I, I would say that you and I keep a pretty like untainted discourse on the pot. We don't really bring him up explicitly that much because we're not like, you know, we're not like that Cheeto gaze. And also, you know, how you know where we stand. So it's of course. But like this is truly like beyond the pale. It's anyway. But I look, we're, we're, we're off. We're off the rails already. But I just wanted to again provide context to bring light to Clown Parade, Clown Brigade. Well, I also just want to say something. The reason why it's such a Clown Parade, Clown Brigade is because <laughs> it, what it does is it takes focus away from what's yes. important this week. Okay? So it takes place away. And right now I'm holding up the meaning of Mariah Carey, which is the highly anticipated book by the one true queen, Mariah. And it's taken a lot of focus away from my girl's big week. And I have to say that she seems happier than ever. She seems very satisfied with the way the book has come out and the way it's being received. And she should. I am well into the audio book right now, which I'm reading 
which I'm listening to rather while I'm reading it, which gives an amazing immersion. sort of full immersion. This you're studying abroad in Mariah Land. Uh, let me tell you, I've I'm spending spending the fall studying Mariah. And we can say that next week we are going to have a culture catch up. And this culture catch up is going to be a little bit different. We are having the meaning of Mariah Carey book club. club. So everyone out there who has not yet picked up the book or who has picked up the book, but is sort of leisurely reading it, understand next week we're going to be doing a close read a discussion on the book and so tune in for that and i'm telling you stream the rarities and stream the rarities which is great i mean it's so fantastic and also what i'm having so much fun doing and we'll talk about this more next week but it's it's truly i mean her life is harrowing but her early years are truly truly crazy the marriage to tommy matola is something no one could ever understand until like so please read the book and then right now i'm on the glitter chapters which are something else and Mm. um i'm also as i'm reading the book i'm sort of revisiting the music and god i have to say mariah carey is the culture that made me say culture was for me i mean that is so true yes because it was the first time i ever remember really remember connecting with someone in the music and and i honestly to hear her tell the specific stories behind a lot of these songs and she sings in the audiobook she thinks she sings throughout the audiobook and she is and excellent readings of the audiobook oh she's so funny she it's so in her voice and you know it's just i can't say enough so if you haven't gotten the book get the damn book and join us next week for the culture catch-up that is the meaning of mariah carey book club which i'm so excited for so excited for you know who you know who else i'm excited for our guest our guest who's by the way sort of giving the week it's due right now because i'll tell you exactly what she did when she came on the zoom (gasps) and wait and and she did it again on the visual she I, i think you can sort of hear the wind blowing it's because our guest is sort of you know taking a cue from mariah and having the wind blow her locks around and it is truly stunning i've i think the most beautiful person that's appeared in a zoom with with us and we've had some stunners. She takes the superlative, <laughs> fortunately, and we celebrate that. Most likely to show up beat for the Zoom. Beat for the Zoom. And, you know, she, <laughs> she's she's giving people the visual. And she's, she's, she's on Twitch, talking movies with all your favorite people. Um, so check, check out her Twitch streams on the regular. Pep Talks with our guest. With our guest. Um, God, she's just... A legend. She's just huge. She's a legend. Musician. New York City nightlife icon, uh, drag legend, and runner-up on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 9. Incredible, incredible contestant on that, as as well as being just an incredible performer, musician, icon. You know, truly a trailblazer here. First openly trans woman to ever originate a lead role on Broadway, which was Head Over Heels. And, you know, we're actually catching her in quite the whirlwind week because the new single is out. The new single is called Best Sex, Best and we are sex. into the new single. And of course, you know, usually when you release a single, there's usually a larger body of work coming out, and that is oh. no different. In this situation, we have A Girl Like Me, Letters to My Lovers, coming out this month, October 16th, 2020, Mama. I have to ask so many questions about this, because not only is Best Sex on it, but she's got a cover of Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow. Uh, I need to talk about this, because I read this in her quarantine diaries when she was shooting the, the visual. It's a visual album. Hell yes. So Girl Like Me is going to be, it's, it's, it's visual, so she she talks a little bit about 
Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow? I mean, what an iconic yes. song. We need to talk to her about this. Anything else to add, Matt? I mean, this is a long time coming. This is a long yes. time coming. And I think that we are honored, privileged, and so giddy, not just giddy, we are giddy. Giddy. To have our fucking guest welcome her into your ears, the magnificent Peppermint! Peppermint. That's my energy. Honestly, all I wanted to do was scream. How are you? I am fabulous. Thank you, Matt and Bowen. I'm so happy to be here. You're right. It's been a long time coming. I say like more than a year. Yeah. We have been trying to make this menage happen. And the menage is menaging after all. After (laughs) all. We have to congratulate (laughs) Miss Nikki on the newborn. Oh, yes, baby. There's a little petty in the world. And um, (laughs) she has a son, finally. All these bitches is my sons, but she has a real one. (laughs) She actually has one. This bitch is literally her son. It's actually Rilla Culture number 19. This bitch bitch is literally literally her her son. son. (laughs) Do you identify as a Barb Peppermint? No. (laughs) Wait, I'm sorry. I know I should know what that means. Oh, Barb is like what Nikki calls her fans. Are you a Nicki Minaj fan? Definitely not. (laughs) But I'm... (laughs) No, I'm not anyone's um, nickname fan. I I can't. I'm in a different... Now, do I know all the words to her music? Yes, but I don't read what she says to call her fans a Barb. And so, but you 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 enjoy her music. You're a fan. Oh, I definitely enjoy her music. Okay, and this yeah. is actually a really important distinction that Peppermint is giving us because <laughs> you, being a fan of somebody does not necessarily mean you. I mean, there is a fine line between fanning and standing and being oh, part yeah. of the the culture. I really enjoy her music. I enjoy her. I, what I enjoy equally, or maybe more, is her yes. contribution to hip hop and rap and where it traveled to uh, in the early 2000s and to now, I see her as a very valuable sort of brick in the hip-hop wall. Yes. I wouldn't say that I would call myself a barb. It's really really difficult for me because I actually identify as both a barb and a lamb. Um, So it's it's hard. Now, it's hard to be a hardcore fan of Nicki and Mariah because we unfortunately Because of American Idol? There's some tension. <laughs> There's some tension. Like they you're both... gonna let American Idol, girl. Obviously, I obviously not. I still identify as being in both camps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I'm just saying it's hard when your girls won't even speak of each other in interviews. It's true. I also love J Lo and Mariah. Whenever she's asked about J Lo, famously says four words: "I don't know I her." I don't know her. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, the Up At My Face video was like the one moment that we will always have of Mariah and That's Nikki true. sort of ha- like having fun together on camera. Mm-hmm. You know, like that can't, there's there's a certain degree of that that can be faked, but they genuinely, I was, I watched it the other day. I was like, I haven't seen this video in so long and they're both having a blast. And like, there was a moment there. It's like Wicked, like where they were really genuinely <laughs> like friends, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, but you know that they took they took Nicki Minaj's uh, verse off of "About My Face" when you stream when you stream that album that Mar- that Mariah album. Oh. Yeah, it's not on "Memoirs of an Imperfect Angel." Well, it, the song is, but the Nicki, the Nicki verse, verse is not. The Nicki feature is gone. I think that Mariah felt burned by that because she actually was like, "Here's the thing about Mariah," and you find this out in the book. 
Are, do, do you love Mariah? Obviously, you love Mariah. Of course I do. Yeah, so you find out in the book that she is number one with having her finger on the pulse. Like, she was like that girl in the early 90s that was singing these big ballads, but knew deep in her soul, she was like, hip-hop is going to become mainstream. I'm telling yeah. you. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. And she was like the, the first to, she was trying to tell Tommy Mottola that, and he just didn't understand hip-hop at all and like told her she was stupid and like uh, was uh, obviously low-key pretty racist um, because he's like right. an older white man in the music industry. She invented, would have she invented none the of hip-hop it. feature on on the R&B song, on like yeah, the song. She, she for sure revolutionized that, but... You know, it's 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 the Nikki Mariah of it all is interesting because Mariah brought Nikki onto that track. That was pretty early on in the Nikki yeah. of it all. Mm-hmm. And she was like, and she even said in an interview later during American Idol, she's like, you know, it's actually funny because it's funny I have all this beef with her, or it's sad that I have all this beef with her because I actually know she's really gifted. That's why I had mm. her on my song in the first place. That's why all this sucks. Yeah. She probably thought she was in the clear because at that moment in time, Nikki was beefing with Kim. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, she thought first, (laughs) surely we can't have more than one beef going in one time. I mean, the (laughs) amount of energy it takes. Watch her spin the plates. Watch her spin these plates. Okay. I want to talk about a different recording artist. I want to talk about a different recording artist. I want to talk about Peppermint. We love the single Best Sex. Yes. And the lyric video is very sexy, sensual. And if you like really do a close reading of the lyrics, it's like very vulnerable and very real authentic. Thank you. Yeah, it's like my life, you know? Um, I had, I mean, look, long story short, I was in a really um, intense relationship. Yes. Uh, that uh, <laughs> A relationship with a popping pee at the end. Not, not a relationship. <laughs> yes, honey. A relationship. Well, that pee was popping, let me tell you, because... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> because I, we met in the, at least for me in the most unlikely of places to meet a partner that we were going to be with long-term, that I was going to be with Mm long-term, we met online Mm -hmm. uh, in a hookup app. And I was like, you know, let me, I was living in San Francisco and I was all by my lonesome. Mm -hmm. I was preparing for Head Over Heels on Broadway. And we we, we did the out-of-town run there. And I, I didn't know anybody. And so I was like, let me get on this damn app see who I can get to come over and show me a little com- company tonight. And he, and he was giving me all kinds of excuses. He was running late. He, he was late because he was getting a raccoon from his, for his neighbor out of the yard or some craziness. Yeah, but that's hot. Uh-huh. I got to say, a man that can get a that's raccoon out the hot. neighbor for... Uh, come on. I, I don't believe... I mean, I'm from New York, obviously, <laughs> so I'm like, honey, there's no rat. Where's the raccoon? A rat? I believe it. A raccoon? Nobody. There's no. There's not raccoons. He shot. He shot for the moon there with the raccoon. <laughs> yeah. And so anyway, he uh, came over, and it was like the best hookup ever. Mm. Um, and then we were we got into a relationship and everything, and then he broke my heart. Uh, but Fuck. it started with that hookup. Yeah. And um, best sex is actually not about him. It's about all the other fuckboys. Yes. That Find their way into your boudoir. Yes, <laughs> but, yes. It, but but is best sex about is in, is best sex inspired by this one lover who was giving you the best sex, but also kind of jerking you around emotionally? Just those two no. ideas sort of, sort of intersecting. No, it's a composite. It's okay. a composite Thank you. character. Thank you. <laughs> it's it, it's representing all the fuckboys of the world. Honestly, it's so yeah. crazy. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm I'm listening to the song and I'm like. 
Yeah, the shit that I've let people get away with <laughs> because they were they knew exactly what to do to and with my body. It's really yeah. shocking. And the fact of the matter is, I will do it again. In fact, like, yeah, you right. know, recently I've right had now. conversations. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Are we all, well, we're all doing it. During the quarantine, you got to do what you got to do. And also it's like, Hello. you know, yeah. a lot it, of us are missing that that goodness. Okay, this is what I want to ask you, Peppermint. It feels mm-hmm. like it feels like we all take at least maybe this is just me saying that I might have taken for granted in the past how writing like a sensual song about like that's very vulnerable in this way about sex is very difficult. It's like you kind of have to like it has to be sourced from something true. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, and like you have to like sort of cross all these like pass through all these filters in your mind to be like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to like put pen to paper and like write about like me at my most literal naked self yeah. like boring self yeah. or not boring sorry not boring I don't know why I said boring vulnerable self mm-hmm. I don't know why I said boring oh my god what, boring that's a Freudian self. how dare yeah. you it's because <laughs> have we slept together yeah, I know have we slept together Bowen's, Bowen's obviously ah! sa- uh, unfortunately sadly projecting I hope not I'm I know I don't know why I said boring I don't know why I said it's boring okay. I meant to say vulnerable they may, they might sound the same phonetically <laughs> okay. no. no they don't good. no they it's don't um, but I but I was thinking about this I was after like after listening to best sex I was like, it's so hard to write mm-hmm. on a on like a on like a writerly. Level. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, I wanted to to do what I tried to do is do something that would be obviously sexy, and that's not that hard to like achieve that bar. But then also for you, I wanted yeah. it to be a little funny. Yeah, that's I, it's yeah. funny I, to me. I wanted there to be a little bit of like chuckle in it, right? Yes. But I really wanted it to be. I I didn't want it to be like. Ooh, you so hot, daddy. And that's it. Like, I'm done with that. Like, let's talk about all your flaws. And the song is really a read. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that's what I wanted it to be. um, Because all this stuff is true. Like, all this stuff that that we've all been through. Um, And I think it's definitely, in terms of how it fits into the rest of the album, yes, I met my ex, who most of this album is about, on online on a hookup app on a hookup it was a jump off but even beyond that it's these are all of the songs in this are things that a lot of other trans women go through and we don't have the opportunity really i don't i can't find anything else in pop culture that really um in terms of music that really shows and talks about a trans woman's experience and so i wanted this is all the stuff that me and my girlfriends cackle about all the time, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? I remember the the line in the song. Um, you don't want to be seen with me. That must mm-hmm. be something that gets that unfortunately is dealt with a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's unfortunately it's probably the rule, not the exception. At least in Oof. my experience, and a lot of the girls I've talked to, and I also wanted to talk about. I mean, the the most difficult line in the whole song mm-hmm. to do, and we fought. Me and my co-writer, Adam Joseph, were like, should we do it? Can we do this? We can't do this. No. Was, um, you don't know your status. Status. And Mm -hmm. then you asked me if I'm clean. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then we decided to obviously put it in there because it's it's real and it happens. And a lot of the guys, I, I mean, I don't can't speak for everybody queer, but I think everybody in the LGBTQIA plus probably or at least many people, have probably had some interaction with people who've been, quote, closeted or not out. 
Right. But uh-huh. I think that toxic behavior is really prevalent for the girls, for the trans girls. Yeah. Um, because of the way our culture is. And so, sure. you know, these guys will come around for the goodies, but they are not involved in like all the other stuff that happens in queer life. And that's then they end it's dangerous for us. Yeah. I also think like there that that line to me, I was really happy that you put that in there too. And that Mm -hmm. was really the one that made me like, I was like, oh wow, this this is like it's it's like a sexy, fun and funny song, but like it's exploring something really real because I also think amongst like just gay men, there's like an assumption where it's like, oh, I'm fine. I'm clean. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. But when they're mm-hmm. interacting sexually with a trans person, there's that little microaggression where it's like, well, make sure that they're clean and make sure that this is going on. Because, Which is like, also like, it's just semantic. It's, trans- like the, it's the transphobic. Well, but just, just mm-hmm. but even just saying clean is just like, right. Just not even. Exactly. But it's the language yeah. they use. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. But that, but that interaction is so interesting in that line, in that lyric, where it's like, I, it's like the, the complete onus and the responsibility is completely is on, on me you. for yeah. both of the, us. Yes. I yes. have to be the one who's getting my health taken care of and getting tested. And as long as you know my status, then you don't have to worry. That's yeah. generally what it is. And, you know, there, there have been lots of guys who've asked me, you know, that question. They asked me mm-hmm. and, you know, which is good. I'm happy to talk about it. But yeah. then you, they won't even know the answer if I turn around and ask them, well, when did you get tested or have you been tested or like or whatever? And right. yeah. The terms of the question are flawed and fucked up on 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 their end, right? And it's like yeah. Impl- yeah. It's, it's I implying- don't purport clean. I don't right. I don't I don't use the word are you clean when talking about STIs and of getting course, tested? Of course. I but that's the question that they ask. Yes, yeah. you're you're quoting them. It's to quote, but it's like it also implies something illicit about having sex with trans women where it's it's, dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But as if they're not engaging in that themselves, it's yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, there's so many fucked up layers there. And anyway, it's just such a clean, quick, efficient comment. And and I love that lyric. Yes. The lyrics are great. And I also, another one was like, when you were like, I never know when you're going to roll through. I was like, see, that would fucking (gasps) piss me off. You know, I I recently, (laughs) I re- in fact, I I, got rec- a plan. I recently had an interaction. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Go 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 go. I recently <laughs> had an interaction on Grinder that ended with, "Okay, I'll come over." And this is after a lot of discussion about like COVID, having COVID tested, whatever. Da da da. This is like a, a couple, it's a couple day thing. And so uh-huh. then at the end of it, he's like, "I'll be over in twenty minutes." the famous 20, he says 20 minutes it's, <laughs> it's it's a little bit after one in the morning and i'm like mm. all right cool and so, so 120 that, yeah 130 so I, and, and mind you mind you mind you he's six 600 feet away so i happened to luck out i was like oh hot guy i'm interested in is 600 feet away says 20 minutes it's one o'clock it's it, this is what it is. Bing, bang, boom. Like this actually was, I'll, I'll be honest with you. It was the night that we found out that Trump was sick. I was like, I got to oh, celebrate. Gosh. Here we Were go. Were you already prepared? <laughs> I don't know your situation, but do you, did you need to prepare? 
he was taking the 20 minutes to prepare. Okay, sounds good. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yes. so yeah, you, you got it. So, um, I, but which I'm happy to provide for. I was like, take your time. I even said, take your time. Yeah, but he's I like, love okay. that. That's my favorite. So 40 minutes later, 40 <laughs> minutes later, he says, okay, I'm going to leave now. And I was like, <sighs> okay, all right. And then so another 45 minutes goes by <sighs> and he goes, he goes, is your apartment hard to get into? Now, mind you, it's well after two. And I, yeah. I, had, I had thought this was, I thought we would be done by then to be honest with you because uh, not for nothing but i i was ready over an hour ago eventually i just said you know what you said 20 minutes it's been an hour and 15 i'm done and i blocked the person you. no because i don't at that point but you know what took him so long you know why he, he took so long why he he didn't have manscaped products like the ball toner and the ball reviver. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch! <laughs> no, he, it's He's one doing of our, our sponsors. Our ads. <laughs> um, Gee, really? <laughs> Gee, really? He's not speaking an ad copy. Um, something that might that might be sort of telling on myself because I feel like <gasps> haven't we haven't we been been on the other side of of, the, of these interactions? Or well, apparently you have, bitch, because you started this this thought. I, and and I caught myself as I was about to ask it, but I was like, I might as well ask it and sort of have the asterisk there that it's like, well, maybe I'm maybe I'm alone because I feel like I've disengaged emotionally enough times with certain people now where mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. I, mm, okay, I'm not interested. I'll be real. I have bec- and see, but it's not my fault. No, okay? no, no. Let me tell you why. <laughs> it's never my fault. I because of the fuck boys that I talk to. I'll okay. This is this is this is this is a lot. Let's go. Okay. Give it. Come on. You got to line here. up. Sometimes you have to line yes, up more you do, than you one. Do. If you yep. if you are the one who takes the time to prepare, right? That's right. I, which is why the, your uh, encounter, Matt. I'm like, what? But if I take the time to prepare and I make a decision about who I'm going to connect with, I'm going to that person's house and I'm yeah. going to be on, on down to the clock. It's I know a, yeah. how long it takes to prepare. Anyway, <laughs> if I'm going to prepare. I have been flaked on by other folks. Okay, whatever, the tops. Yeah. I've been flaked on yeah, by them folks. all the time. And they're just <laughs> the going from flower to flower to flower. I know. Like, apparently. And so I have been flaked on. And so sometimes you have to be like, well, bitch, if I'm going to spend all this time getting ready, then then somebody's coming. Then I'm getting this together oh, tonight. please. The shit yeah. that so, I've done just because I was ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you'll what you'll do to yourself just because you prepared? Yeah, been there. Wow. And so then every once in a while, mm-hmm. the flake will be two hours late. And you'd be like, "Well, honey, he lost his time." And yeah, so you get yeah. the next one, and then the next, and then the first one's like, "I'm here." That's happening. <laughs> wow. Oh no. Oh my god. That's very good, actually. Like, I'm wait. Proud. I know. When, I know. <laughs> when when you're like in the mi- when you're in the midst of an interaction, someone else is at the door. Yeah. Well, like it's telling you online, telling yes. you, "Oh, I'm here," or "I'm on the way," or, oh, or whatever. No. You know. Mm. And you're like, "Oh my god." Oh, now. And so I have disengaged at that at in those situations, but okay. that person was two hours late. Yeah, no, you know, forget or whatever. That. You know, I just don't understand <laughs> what is what is with people on Grinder who are like, or any app. We, let's let's broaden it to every app, and let's just yeah, say this: app. I'm not coming for it's the app Grinder. App. I, I have I have friends that work there. I, I'm not coming for the app. I'm coming for the oh, behavior of the people. Okay. So do you, uh-huh. bitch. Patrick works there. Okay, and I got not, a list of people that I'm need not to be coming. Blocked. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Honestly, so get so. 
this is a sidebar, but I was in New York for a little bit recently and I, I went on the app and I think someone thought I was catfishing as as me, but it was Ooh, me. Okay. So I got I got I got uh, taken off of there for terms of service and I had my friend Patrick reinstate it. Because, because, but also it was just weird. So it's weird that people the way people can just like report you and like. And, and, then and, you're gone from that. and then and you're, you're gone. gone and it was like, you're, you're, you. you can't do it at all. Thank God I knew someone there. Thank and God. then you got to send them, you got to send them a photo with a piece of paper that says Matt Rogers. Yeah, this That's is what, me. Do you, is that, is that what you can do to get your account back? I it's happened to, it's happened to Bowen. Yeah. It's happened to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where um, people are like, that's on him. But, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, anyway, I'm so, I'm saying it's not just all people apps. on Grinder. It's everyone. All but what's with people like, texting so sparsely it's like like on the app it's like you'll people will say one thing and then there's like nothing mm-hmm. i just feel like no one's talkative on the app there's no like radical communication so all of a sudden when they're there two hours later it's like why didn't you tell me you were on your way like when i'm texting someone and i'm going Hello, to them for coffee i'm on I'm like, my way yeah i'm leaving i'm yep. in the car i do Very. all that that's communication Yep, Thank you're right. You. Well, that it's obviously because they're talking to 25 people at once and they can't keep their yeah. Yeah, you're right. Dick you're in right. their pants. Uh, and I, I think they want to <laughs> I think they want to seem sexy too. They want to seem like coy Aloof. and sexy or like or like they don't want to do too much. And so it's like very sparse communications. That really angers me because I have been in a situation where I've had lined up a range number 1 who kind of seemingly flaked then arrange number two, who did flake, and then number one comes through all late, and then I'm like, <laughs> now I'm just angry, yeah, and I'm like, ow. I'm like not into it. And I've had myself in encounters before where I'm like, I just wish you would leave. Like I don't uh, say that yeah. out loud necessarily, but I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm looking at you like, <laughs> and and it's not good. And I'm like, you why am I doing say this? That. You should just I should say just that. Say that say <laughs> Because <laughs> even when you just said it just now, I was like, I was like, oh, that's that's perfect, and that's like the only way you can communicate that is. I mean, we we should all do it from now and just be like, I I think you should go. You should go. You're late. You're. I feel disrespected, and here I am. And then it's like they're like, then they're the most talkative, like hookup, or they're like demanding, <laughs> yeah. or like there's a kink that comes into play that wasn't what we were like arranging or talking about or agreeing to was not it's on the table prior much. yeah no darling no See, and the thing too is like what's so funny about this too is like we feel like we can't be like okay now leave just like straight up but we've literally invited them over to like eat our ass you know what i mean it's like <laughs> the decorum is like it's like come over let's be filthy let's have yes penetrative <laughs> anal sex and now afterwards i'm like a little shy about asking you to get the fuck out of here it's, like, it's so everyone's insane. so bashful after the fact the community is spun out i <laughs> i want to i want to ask something it's a, yes. there's a there's there's a there's a there's an icky layer to it but i think the three of us can all contribute something Ooh, we'll all see. right how much, how much, how much, like, how much, because you're talking about kinks, how much fame kink is, is, is like layered in there for you at this point? You know mm. what? It's only half. Okay. First of all, let me tell you this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Okay. That's yeah. it. Um, <laughs> there it is a thing. I mean, it's, it's probably the same as any other kind of fetish, star fucker kind of fetish, yeah, yeah, yeah. same thing. Um, 
But there is uh, uh, something that I learned uh, about a year after being on Drag Race, mm-hmm. uh, and they're called um, race. They're called race, race chasers. chasers, which race is chasers. the name of uh, Alaska and Willem's podcast. podcast. And Willem, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that's what they're called. And so I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I thought I was completely protected because most of the men who are um, interested in me or girls like me identify as hetero and are not necessarily drag race fans to the point where they would be looking for drag race people. Yes, exactly. You know, um, and recognize us, you know, like online or on Tinder or Grindr or whatever. And, and so I thought uh, the girls would always be talking about, oh, he came over, he was so hot. And then he, you know, was trying to get an autograph and all of this stuff. Yeah. And, and, um, and I was like, oh God. Yeah. I can't believe it. And then, it. so I was like, oh, thank gosh. The, like, the guys who are into me are, are, like, actually into women all the time. Yeah. Um, and so one day I was, I was, like, in the mood. And I was like, let me get online. And uh, I was near DragCon um, <laughs> LA, near the convention center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I signed on. And there was somebody not that far. And... We were talking and yada, yada, yada. And he was, it, it was all lining up. I was like, okay, this is going to okay, be Okay, where good. was this? Outside the Grammys Museum? What, where was this? <laughs> it was, it was near. <laughs> by Staples um, Center? <laughs> it was by Staples Center. Exactly. Okay. It was by Staples Center. And I was, so I was staying, I don't know where I was staying, downtown, some, I don't know. Um, okay, so, so it's, it's getting lined up. It's all happening. It's getting lined up. It's all happening. Everything's lovely. Pictures are looking good. I, I don't remember if I sent... If I send this really sexy picture, I won't send a face picture right mm. at the same. Like I yeah, usually send one sense. or the other first. Yes. Um, and so I don't, I think I didn't send my face picture. I don't remember what I sent. I sent one, something, but it was all coming through. And I was like, this is great. And then he starts asking questions that mm. are unusual. And he's like, so how long are you in town for? And I was like, <gasps> I don't remember saying I was. I was like, oh, over the weekend. And he's like, oh, um, what are you in town for? And I I, I usually keep questions like that in general. And I was like, a convention. That's all you need to know. What what, what's that have to do with it? And then he was like, were you were you mad (laughs) Sasha beat you? (laughs) Yeah. Precisely. Then he was like, um, then he was like, well, what booth are you at? Or something he asked something so specific. Oh my god. No. And then he's like, peppermint. <gasps> and I was like, oh God. And so obviously I was like, oh, oh no, I just got a stomach ache. I, I gotta <laughs> go. You know, like I he, he I didn't invite him over. Did you uh, and that was a very close call because yeah, it just yeah. yeah. So it hasn't happened. Thank goodness. Um most of the guys who I've hooked up with or even dated had no idea who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so interesting. That's incredibly interesting. I I want to ask, what difference would it make if post-coitus, the guy's like, by the way, huge fan. <laughs> like, you know, like, does that, okay. does, does it take all the honest. sex out of it for you? Okay, go. <laughs> it did happen once with That's, a yes. Frenchman. Boy, is he French? Mm. He lives in Paris. I'm filling his tea, honey. I don't give a <laughs> out. But I, I still like him. We're still friends. Um, okay. His name is Max, and he lives in Paris. That's all I'll Oh, my say. God, you're... Okay, great. 
And bonjour, he, uh, bonjour, bonsoir, oui, whatever. <laughs> um, he, uh, we did. We we hooked up, and then we were laying down and having our little pillow talk. And and he was and he knew who I was. I don't remember exactly what he said. I don't remember the like damning phrase that I was like, huh? Yeah. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> um, but he did. And he knew who I was. And I was like, what in the... I was like, how did this even happen? Yeah. How, I, you don't seem like... I was like, are you gay? I don't know. <laughs> um, and not that only gay guys... Lots of straight folks watch Drag Race. Especially, you know, especially like, honestly, like your season on, I feel like, was... Your, yeah. your season was like the one where it became like, quote unquote, major. Major. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and so that was interesting. And, and he's the only... I can't say the only person, but he's one of the only people yes. that I've hooked up with, that I'm still in contact with, that I would hook up with again, who also follows me on um, social media. That's And we communicate on social media and like on Tinder and all the, you know. That's lovely. And, yeah. and I'm like, okay. And, and my ex-boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend who, I don't know if he follows me now because I don't know what he's doing. The San Francisco? San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He he didn't know who I was. He had heard of Drag Race, and I told him I was I was like, you know what? The conversation and the sex was so good. It was honestly up to that point the best hookup I had ever had ever. Mm-hmm. Not just the sex, but the the whole like pillow talk, the cuddling. He was like, it was just adorable, and I was like, whoa, what is going on here? It was clearly the beginning of a relationship already, yeah. and so I was like, let me just be honest, because usually I'm like. I'm a DJ, I work in bars, and I travel for a living, and that's all you need to know. Right. Yeah. Um, and he, I was like, you know what? Look, I do drag. My name's Peppermint. I'm get. I'm here rehearsing for a Broadway show, and yada, yada. And he was like, what? And then he looked, the next day, he, he left, and then, then he had looked me up on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. And was like, oh, my God. But it hadn't phased him, you know. And so that was nice. That was like transparency, though, for for the sake it of was, like, and it's deserving. I, it's going to be difficult for me to have a relationship, I think, without being transparent from the beginning. It is difficult because yes. it really does. You understand it, like, oh, if you like meet somebody who you know doesn't know you, and in the first few minutes you tell them who exactly where you are and who you are, and for me, drag race, um, being a drag race queen is really unusual type of like notoriety or recognition because in the norm in the pre-covid world it automatically gave them access to my social media which had my calendar my travel calendar attached which Mm. meant this is where i'll be on this night this is where i live this is where i am you know and and they they can access us in a way that you can't access beyonce you know what i mean right exactly of course Bowen, that must yeah. is that is that intense for you? Well, for me, it's like the the barrier of entry is like pretty high for me anywhere. I'm just like I don't want to like like I got I gotta like pick them pretty carefully in the first place, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it's like, and then it's just like um, I find out like generally in the meeting whether or not whether or not it's like oh hey i know you and i'm like okay great but then like at that point i'm already like i don't know if it's bad because it's like, too late right mm. but it's, at that point it's like well i've already you already like passed the mustard test or drill or whatever for me anyway, right so right now it's like it's fine yeah um but i don't know i don't know sometimes honestly and this is the fucked up thing that i'll admit 
sometimes it's like, sometimes it makes me feel good. Sometimes I'm like, cool, you know my deal. I don't have to tell you anything. Mm-hmm. I don't have to like think of the the wording of, oh yeah, I work in, um, yeah, <laughs> I work in, I work in TV. Like, you know, which even that has like a weird, like ring to it. So I don't know. Sometimes it is just kind of convenient that mm-hmm. a person will just like know it all. I feel like if someone were to say they knew who I was, it would be a wrap because for me, it's like, then what you're going to do is tell people is tell? about well, yeah, 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 what yeah, this yeah, interaction course, is. Course. And I feel like what what's never happened to me will be hard. Cause usually with me, if people know who I am on, on an app, they usually are just like, love the pot. Or someone did ask me to show them my hot dog recently, um, which was, that's fun. Which was um, cute. <laughs> one way to say it. I host, ah. a show on, I host a show on HBO Max called Hot Dog Peppermint. Okay. Um, so, so that's why they said that. Um, but I was like, LOL. But I feel like it's, <laughs> it's weirdly a thing that's like, oh, I don't know now if you're actually doing this because you want to yeah, come over course, and fuck of course, me. Of I, now this could be a thing where it's like, you want to go tell XYZ that you fucked someone who was whose podcast you know or something like that. The telltale sign is if they ask for a selfie right after you had sex. Oh, Oh, girl, that's insane. Has that that has happened? No. Honey, it has happened. It happened to me once. And we didn't even have sex because, (laughs) go moving backwards, because he was not attracted to women. (laughs) But he wanted to get into my hotel room. No. And I'm like... I thought we were going to hook up and it's just like awkward, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's a mess. Um, it was I'm, in like I'm South sorry, America, like Colum- not Colombia. We did not go to Colombia. We went to <laughs> Peru. It was probably Peru or anyway, somewhere in South America mm-hmm, and the, and mm-hmm. South America, like they are like fans. Yeah, no they will Huge do fans. anything for that RuPaul's for probably, I don't know what, but the, to get into RuPaul's Drag Race. And so like, yeah, it was, it was yeah, bizarre. Uh, that's, that's a nightmare. <laughs> That's a nightmare. We didn't hook up and he wanted a selfie and I was like, okay, but just go. But this is weird. And now you're in my hotel room. Yeah. And yeah. that yeah. is so crazy. What a waste of your time. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a waste. Look, well, let me, uh, yeah, of several okay. things. It was a waste of. Oh my God. I <laughs> just want to say that, that, yeah, you're right, Matt. Like I, what gives me chill, what gives me nightmares is thinking about like the, brunch conversation or you know like the equivalent well then now, if it gives you like, nightmares then you need to change your current thinking I, about it because I you're know, out here saying it kind of gets your rocks off so you might need to be more careful Bowen Yang mm-hmm. and, don't and hook up right, with these hoes right. that just say who you are because guess what there's a lot of them well anyway so so um a girl like me letters to my lovers is the theme of the piece that you're speaking to people that you've experience in the past and this is is it is it like it's not like every song is for a certain one it's just kind of like these are for the for the boys this is for the boys yeah and it's also <laughs> for the girls yeah uh remember that bet midler movie for the boys um, for the boys yep it's also for the girls the trans girls who um who experience such tomfoolery mm-hmm. uh but it's not just tomfoolery it's one part reality and there's a little bit of fantasy involved in just kind of making it, not only speaking about the realities of what I've gone through, basically taking my diary and setting it to music, but then also kind of built musically, presenting songs that that I would have wanted to hear if as a young trans girl growing up. Yes. Um, yes. And so that's what the album is. And the whole 
um, it's a trilogy. The mm-hmm. relationship that I was in was in lasted a year. And we had, obviously had our ups and downs and, and, and it crashed and burned. Um, but the, the one song basically turned into five songs, which is an EP. And then we're like, I kept writing. And then it was suddenly 15 songs. Wow. So it's three EPs with interludes, which makes it albums. Um, yes. Oh, and we're going to release them over the course of a year because the relationship lasted wow. a year. I love that. That's amazing. I love that release. That's cycle. so thoughtful. I'm. I really. I. I can't say enough about the song. I, I was listening to it and, and I was also reading the lyrics, so I was also doing a close read. And I was like, you know, the emotional honesty of the lyrics, and also, to be honest with you, sonically the way it sounds. And I, I'm not saying this just because I am in Mariah Land, but it kind of was giving me her. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and I do mean that as a, as a major compliment. Several registers kinda, down. Well, right, but you know, we do what we can. Still a register. <laughs> a register. <laughs> a register nonetheless. Title of app, a register nonetheless. A register nonetheless. <laughs> a register nonetheless. <laughs> but it's lovely, and I think it's great, and I'm really excited for the rest of it. I can't, I can't wait to hear it on October 16th. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, we and are going to uh, take just the quickest break and return with Peppermint and Ask Peppermint the Damn Question. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com 
or visit a FrameBridge retail store, upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging, or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. And we're back with Peppermint. So Peppermint, here on Las Culturistas, what we do is we ask each and every one of our guests the same question, which is, what was the culture that made you say culture was for you? Bowen, you want to break that down? Peppermint, this is the culture that you took in in your development culturally, whatever that means to you, but it set you on a cultural path. It's something that you saw, read, heard, and then it kind of lit up something in you. I mean, there's a couple pieces. Give us all the pieces. <laughs> give us give us give us all the pieces. The one of the earliest pieces I would have to say that I had full control. I mean, I'm sure there was lots of stuff that influenced me as a little queer kid. Mm-hmm. But the one kind of thing that I was like, oh, this is for me and I am going with this and it's going to change my life is um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the movie with Gene Hackman. Gene Wilder, I wanted so desperately. uh, Did I say Gene Hackman? You said Gene Hackman, you said Gene Wilder, but the the thing is like- Gene Hackman would have been great. Gene Hackman would have been fabulous. (laughs) He really probably wouldn't have, but yes, Gene Wilder- We can't, we can't take, we can't take Willy Wonka away from Gene Wilder. So I had to say, no, that. we can't, we can't, we can't. No, a little, a little aggressive uh, Willy Wonka. That Willy Wonka. Been. Yeah, that would have been different, <laughs> but <laughs> different but valid. <laughs> but uh, with Gene Wilder, and I desperately wanted to be uh, Violet Beauregard, the girl that turned <gasps> into a blueberry. Yep. And and I spent, I can't tell you how many times I rehearsed that. And when my mom would leave, I would go and dress as Violet. And Mm. then when when I, this is how I knew it was culturally relevant to me, because then later when I had some power to produce something as a young kid, I would try to enlist all the other kids and force them to participate in my fantasy of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And Mm -hmm. you're going to be such and such, and you're going to be, you know, Veruca Salt and whoever you're going to be. 
Um, and I would stuff my clothes with pillows and roll around on the floor like a blueberry. Wow. <laughs> and I was living my fantasy. So that's yeah. the first one. And then the next one is definitely the entire Janet album um, from <gasps> Janet Jackson. Yes. The whole wow. album. Wow. The whole album. That's mm-hmm. okay. Those are two excellent, excellent pieces. Okay, let's start with Miss Willie. Miss Willie. I feel, do you know what I just thought? It, it has that same like fantasy, that, that same like element of like pure cinematic like magic that mm-hmm. is only beat out by like Wizard of Oz to me. Like, totally. Age, you're right. What you're you're right. right. You know, it's it's got the, it's got, it's just like, it's, it's the same journey. thing. It's it's kind of this. I feel like it's an echo of Wizard of Oz in a way where it's like, it's just like you're watching as a kid, and it's just so beautiful and colorful and fun, and like you've never seen anything like it up until that point. And like that is such a that that's such an important movie. It really is. It's pure imagination for me. That song, that song, that song is absolutely. I mean, I I remember. And also every singer, every like real singer, like finds a way to sneak it into their uh, set list too. like Audra McDonald doesn't a beautiful cover of it. Oh, now I got to listen to it after. Oh, you must. She, it's in a concert of hers probably from about a decade ago, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, I heard uh, Adam Levine do it one time from Rune wow. 5. And I heard, oh, wow. um, I believe Josh Groban does a gorgeous version of it. It's really one of those songs that is so it's it's for people like. Who really want that escape? I do think that it's it's sort of what yeah. Bo, attached to what Bowen is saying too. That was that's, so. That's the, that's the element that I wanted to bring in. Escape. Yes. Keep going. Sorry. Yes. Well, it's that it's that um, other world, and I think it's that that it's that station that you want to belong to so badly, and it, mm-hmm. it does it does sort of give that message at the end of the day of the man behind the curtain is not who you think, um, mm-hmm. which I think mm-hmm. is a timeless narrative and such a such a important story, and I think that weirdly enough, like of course people from all across the world identify with those narratives, but it's such a queer narrative. And you hear RuPaul talk ad nauseum about um, uh, Wizard of Oz, but it is, mm-hmm. it's almost like we know at a certain point, even in our development, that there is going to come a time where the man behind the curtain is going to become like a thing. Like yeah. the sheen of everything is not actual happiness. Like the mm-hmm. knowledge is the power. You know what I mean? I, just, mm-hmm. I think that movie is... I love that you brought that up. It's so important. Yeah, it really also, I mean, and just like on a, a on a more basic level, if I dare, um, it really <laughs> did, uh, it was really touching to me to see the, the way that Gene Wilder played Willy Wonka yeah. was so tender, even though he was yeah. like bizarre and the character's like wacky and kind of scary. It's like a horror movie part of it. Right. Um, that he played Willy Wonka so tender and Charlie was so poor and was so like good and loving. And it like when the first time I saw it, I was like, this is terrible. Like this Charlie's not getting anything. And and he's been he's been <laughs> and following. Kids the rules. Are <laughs> yeah, and kids, kids are dying. Yeah, kids are dying. Like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Um, and Charlie, uh, and then obviously it's a spoiler alert in the original version, he gives the the place to Charlie. Yes. Um and I just thought that was just like such a wonderful thing. And, you know, growing up as a little poor kid, I was like, oh, 
you know yes yes so. I, I mean the thing is too like you mentioned like it's a horror movie that is so true too because on paper on paper it's a ma- it's about a creepy man who wants yeah. kids to come to his big house he allows them to bring their guardians who sell their children out and they mm-hmm. all come and he puts them through a series of tests where he feeds them things and uh, they willingly take it despite not knowing where it comes he from he poisons because- them or drugs them or whatever it is and yeah. one by one they all suffer intense maladies that would ordinarily if this wasn't a novel turned into a film lead to sure death yeah and you don't really know at the end of the movie what happens to the other kids you sort of see that they're just like physically changed for what seems to be forever but it's really kind of dark and weird and like (laughs) it's it's, so dark yeah it's it is like it's in a way it's sort of like wizard of oz on acid it is yes yeah especially when they go through that tunnel and he's like playing that flute and you know the they're like, you know, and that, it's like a boat that goes through the tunnel in yes. the original version. Yes. And they're yes. like oh, tripping out and they're like screaming. <laughs> it's like a theremin, like a theremin is being yeah. or something. Wait, yeah. I, I'm curious. I'm curious. Why Violet for you, though? What was it about Violet Beauregard? <sighs> she was she seemed like a little New Yorker. And I, uh-huh. I don't know why. Not that I was in love with the city of New York at that age, but. I was l- in love with that kind of attitude. She was spunky, you know? yeah. It's very spunky, and sh- and um and I love blueberries. And I just thought it was so cool <laughs> that she would like turn into a big old blueberry. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. thought it was the fiercest thing ever. And she was a redhead. In- the actress was a redhead yeah. in the show. Yeah. Um, I, I, well, who are, who are you, Bone? Who do you identify with? I am probably. <laughs> I, I guess I'm a Mike TV. I, I, I don't know. You are a Mike TV. But I, not really. <laughs> I, I want to say I'm a Veruca, but Veruca is like, I think maybe you're a Veruca. I'm Matt. Veruca, bitch. I no, think I'm you're Augustus. Veruca, Matt. <laughs> I want today. I want tomorrow. I want it now. Or you'll scream. Or I'll scream. And I might. No, I'm, I'm Augustus Gloop. I'm Augustus. I don't want, see, I don't want what yes. happens to Augustus to happen to you because the boy dr- drowns in chocolate and gets sucked in up a into river. a tube because he can't, <laughs> because he can't help but drink the chocolate. I'm like, girl, the self-control. It's the I lack have, of I, self-control for me. It's the lack of self-control for me. <laughs> but okay, on the subject of horror movies, because I do agree that this is a horror movie. Oh, Han <laughs> says Bowen is obviously Charlie. No, that's not true. No, honestly, um, Bowen, you are Charlie. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. no, I don't accept. I reject. Peppermint. <laughs> I feel like you are a connoisseur of movies, of horror movies. So what what are what are your top oh this is so hard. Ooh, what are your give, top give three? your top three. I was gonna say three. What are your top three horrors? Oh, that's of so all time? difficult. Uh, well, I have a, I'm a, okay, so my top three horror movies are, you have to know that my genre of choice is zombie or sickness. Okay. Okay. Um, and so my top three horror movies might, but overall, here's my top three. The, the, my favorite horror movie is Return of the Living Dead from okay. George A. Romero. This is the 80s kind of comedy um, zombie horror um, where the kids go into the graveyard and you know what happens. And zombies um, ensue. Yes, the zombies <laughs> ensue. <laughs> the zombies ensue, also a front runner for title of it. Yes. <laughs> uh, my next favorite, I'd say, just because of the impact, the cultural impact, um, and where it came, I guess for, for me and the age, uh, was the conjuring. 
Mm. Um, You know, if I watch it back now, I'm kind of like, okay. But the fact that they were able to, because what I I really appreciate now is what horror movies can do. Yes. um, Yes. Given the the limitations or whatever they have or whatever, you know. Um, And so in in a moment in time where we had just come out off of a lot of like Saw and Hostel and like torture porn, which are not my favorite. Yeah. Um, uh, The Conjuring was very reserved. And so there, what it's not very gory. It's more of a suspense, but it is scary. It was scary as hell. I saw it in theater. Yeah. Um, and so The Conjuring, number two. Uh, the, my third favorite, and um, I, it's not because I liked this movie, but mm-hmm. it it scared the hell out of me so oh much God. that I just respect it. But I will <laughs> never see it again. I respect okay. it. <laughs> Probably more than I respect any other horror movie because I will watch a horror movie at any time of day or night. I will never see this movie again. Yeah, it oh shook you too greatly. It shook me. It made me think things that I never want to even think again. Oh my Damn. God. What and is it? It scared me to the core. It is hereditary. I knew yeah. you were going to say hereditary. I knew because <laughs> I felt this. I had the same response for days. I was like, I'm, I've never. Th- thought about these images in my life yeah. and what would they yeah. look like what would it look like for my mom to to do that like yeah because yeah. because the scene where the next morning she wakes up and like sees what's in the car that scream she lets it's, out i was just like i i'm literally yeah. i've never i've never seen it because i cannot bring myself don't to see, see I, I mean no, I'm anti-horror is, movies yeah. I, I can't oh, okay. do it and but, okay well but then that don't one, see this no that that one like <laughs> That I and and from what everyone says about Midsommar too, like it seems like those yeah, ones same are like director, modern, same thing. like in terms of like what modern horror films like are experimenting with, and it seems like this guy is experimenting with. Like I'm not interested in, but just even hearing you say that Tony Collette's performance, um, like I was ready for her to be nominated for an Oscar, just people the way people she were talking about been. it. She should have been. She should have been. But like it's it's like even you saying that that was a thing, I just had full body chills. You know what? I was like not excited about you know what, this. You know, year. What, you know what I'm talking about, right, Matt? Like, yes, you know what I, I know. Oh, you okay, know what okay, happens? Okay. Oh I read I read synopsis. I I read like detailed synopses of all the these part movies. That's the whole movie took the the yeah. biggest turn. I have ever taken in a movie. Yeah. 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 But the movie that I was really excited about coming out this year, culturally, I wasn't going to see it because um, I can't sit through them. I'll have a, a panic attack, but I was excited for it was the remake of Candyman because when I was a young kid. <laughs> don't say that. Uh-uh, don't say that. That, that I won't part say, in the. The, the no, part no, in the new no, trailer. No, the, the part in yeah. the trailer is like, uh-uh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was iconic. That was iconic trailer yeah. moment. I but was like, oh. I, I, I literally will not say the name of the film again because I fear saying it a third time. But um, <laughs> when I was little, I went oh, over for God. a sleepover to my cousin's house and we were watching the movie Candyman. And, um, the original. I, mm-hmm. The original. And I Obviously. can't describe to you how scarred I was hearing that voice. Like That voice was so sexy to me. <laughs> oh my God. You are built different. Like I have, I, I have not, I, I've never seen it. I, oh, Bowen, it's and, and not actually, that good. Yeah, okay, okay so, and that's what I hear. For me as a kid, it was fucking scary, and so it was being it was being remade this year. I believe Jordan Peele was producing it. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know yeah, what happened to it. Well, what happened was the the coronavirus just pushed it to next year, so they didn't want okay. it. They didn't want they didn't want it to not have its due, and so they're Theatrical. pushing it to next year. But basically. 
it's actually like really if you really read about it and really watch it like and experience it for more than it just scaring the shit about you it's actually about race relations and it's actually mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's actually kind of applicable to to now. Know, the, culture, the cultural conversation right now mm-hmm. and so that's why I was excited about it coming out because it seems like it was being like remade in the image of in this now. time yeah. yes yeah which is good so I was excited and about that's fair that. and that's fair I, I do and I respect that I it didn't it didn't land for me as a kid uh when or whenever I don't know I, I was obviously a kid um but yeah it didn't land for me for some reason so I was just like not understanding. I was like, "Girl, just then, just don't say his name." Yeah. It, that's <laughs> you <know? laughs> true. It, 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 you it, found it, the plot hole. <laughs> well, that's like that's what I love about Scream. Is it like it plays with the idea that people are doing stupid shit? Like you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. so many of these movies, are, like and obviously Scream is like a horror comedy classic, and uh, uh-huh. like consciously doing that. But I was like, finally, like when I watched it again recently, because it is it is a horror movie that I'll watch. Um, it, I was like, that is so cool that they decided to really flip this genre on its head. And even in uh-huh. doing that, created a classic Still for the scared. genre. Yeah. And now it's getting a fifth. So yeah. it's like... A new? Oh, I Did you not know? This. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? They're all back. <gasps> Nev's back. <gasps> Courtney's back. David is back. Yeah. Oh. Okay, she's grabbing the she's grabbing her her, her surroundings. <laughs> I would imagine wow. you're a scream. So you're, excited. A, you're a scream fan. <laughs> I'm a Scream fan. I've seen every single one of them. I think they're fantastic. Uh, my favorite and scariest scene in Scream, gosh, was it Scream 3 with um, whatever one Parker Posey was in? Yeah, she's three. And three, where they're in and out of the house. Ha- I don't know if you probably didn't see it then. Um, or did you see the whole, did you see I, it? No, screams I've seen because I can deal with Scream All of them. It's, it's funny. When they're getting the script and the right and the scare and the killer is writing the script as they're experiencing it and they're reading the script to figure out who's going to get killed and they're going in they shut up the lights and they're in the house and then they go to out of the house and then they go back in and then that's so that part is so suspenseful and so good yeah those are genius they really are so good (laughs) i okay let's talk about janet because yes janet janet you don't tell me nothing (laughs) <laughs> well, I actually think so. So the the Janet album. Correct me if I'm wrong. This was really a huge album for her because this was when she really started to own her sexuality. No. Yes. yes. The the real now the real start of it With for control? a lot. Okay. Let's talk about this. Yes. Okay. Now, on control. I mean, first of all, she has a sexy song on every album. That's normal. Like everybody That's, has yeah, a sexy yeah, song. Yeah. And so she has a sexy song on every album on Control, which is the album before the Rhythm Nation. Her Shit sexy nasty. song, her sexy well, nasty, but it was um Someday is Tonight, which mm-hmm. is basically uh-huh. kind of like anytime, any place, which was on um uh the Janet album. It's like, let's do it. We've been waiting for because she had let's wait a while and then someday is tonight. Like let's mm-hmm. wait for someday when we'll do it. And then someday, someday is, is tonight. tonight. AKA Tonight. when the grinders been conversations are going on too long. Hello, honey. Yeah. <laughs> um, that. And so she had that, but she never had like a whole project, right? And those were always like the deep cuts. And so the the moment in time which she credits wake oh, her sexuality awakening was the filming of Poetic Justice. Yeah, because filmed, they came out the same year. Yes. Yeah, they came out the same year. Um, 
But we started to see a little bit of her belly button at the end of Rhythm Nation, which right. was not very sexy. The album was not very sexy. She was all buttoned up and she had, mm-hmm. you know, it was yeah, like it was very more military. like militant. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Love Will Never Do Without You was her sexiest video up to, to date, up to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she, right after that, she, because she, she released Love Will Never Do Without You and then went and filmed uh, Poetic Justice. And then a couple, a couple years later, it came out. Um, and so that, so yes, she's very sexy for, for the Janet album and was grabbing crotches and, uh, getting her tits grabbed, having her tits grabbed on the album cover. Yeah. She's like, forget my belly button. Let's show you some titties. Yep. Um, and it was on the Rolling Stones cover, which was like, oh my God, like it was like, she was a different person. Yeah, yeah. So this this is the album that has all these the interludes throughout it, which oh, are like the best. And very... She mastered the interlude on that album. She did. Yeah. She, she did. sure did. She really did. This felt like the cohesive sex project. You're so right. Yeah. yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. And it 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 that's the, it's um it's that's the way love goes. And if or no wait what's 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 on that? Not that's what, the way love goes. The... If anytime, any place. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm looking at it. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. No, uh, yes, again. that's the way love goes. Yes, that's the way love that's goes the, is yeah. on it. That's yeah. the way love goes. That was the first single, which was yes. it was like it's obviously it's like a really mellow song, and that was um, uh, J Lo. We mentioned J Lo earlier. J Lo was originally supposed to be one of her backup dancers, um, and mm. it was like Janet had always um, debuted a single like a big dance song. This time she debuted just her. It was like filmed in a, in a house, just her and the kids, her right, dancers right. sitting around. It was very chill. Uh-huh, it was very different. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Your 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 favorite Janet album? My favorite Janet experience. experience. The album, the videos, the concert. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah, and uh, it's also, it's funny because by the time I became became aware of Janet, um, she already was like a sex icon. You know, like when because mm-hmm. but because this came out in '93, so mm-hmm. it's like throughout pretty much the rest of the '90s, sexuality was like pretty much synonymous with Janet Jackson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Matt, you and I came in around, like for, for me, like our age, like I, we came in around all for you, I would say, right? Not me. Okay, 2000? No, no, my my first, my first real Janet moment was, there are times when I look yeah, up yeah. Okay, Velvet Rope. Okay, yep, the next Velvet album Rope. after Janet. So uh-huh. that was my Janet moment. And then all for you uh-huh. was her like, Sort of mainstream, Doing it was like pop, yeah, mainstream pop, pop moment. Yeah. It was pop, mm-hmm. right? And then she was in the the fucking clumps, and she gave you. Doesn't really matter. I know, and I was like, "What's going on here? What happened to that belly button girl?" Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, it was nice for me to work backwards from all for you, which is like very like poppy, mainstream, whatever. But then to go like, but then like college i like got it my timeline is all messed up with janet but college was control and control is like the, the yes. janet album i know it's like so strong hand. it is strong pleasure principle is one of the pleasure best principle ever uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like just <laughs> when the movie hustler started and the very first line is this is a story about control about control uh, yeah, i was like yeah, i love yeah, this yeah. movie already i was yeah. like this movie already gets it on such a deep level it, yeah the music was a th- another character in the show yes in the yes, movie yes <laughs> it was it really oh got God. it and like you know not to detour too much but speaking of j-lo like her idea to have criminal by fiona apple be that song that she stripped to genius like yes and honestly, JLo saying just JLo playing "Gimme More" and going, "This is my, this is my fucking, fucking song." song. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
that, so that I, I think Hustlers is an underrated movie, and I think it should have gotten way no, more shine. It should have gotten Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, Did it? I mean, there was a little bit no. of buzz in the very beginning. There was a little bit of buzz in the very beginning. Yeah. But those performances, the story... I just, everything about it was such a brilliant movie. And I think yeah. people, I, I imagine that people probably kind of sold it short just because of who was in it. The women yeah. that were in it. Well, and, it, know, and, the, the and that it was and women. And I, I think the fact of the mm-hmm. matter is if that film is directed by a man or it's even, or if there's even more men in it or if it's about men in any small mm-hmm. way more, I think it warrants more consideration on their part. But the fact of the matter of is that movie Ocean's is just 11, as good. Ocean's 12, Ocean's 13. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. There's too many of those. I know. It's, and you I know? think I think the fact that the director was a young woman and it starred two women of color. People like, gagged. Pe- honestly, like it just didn't get the respect that it deserved. And I hear people kind of pick apart like its narrative. It's like the you know the way the screenplay works. And I'm like, y'all, no, you're just trying to find ways to justify it not getting its due. And there is no justification. That was one of the mo- movies of the year. It was one of the movies of the year. Really good movie. Really good movie. I do want to observe something and point out something. Uh, yes. Back to Janet. I feel like this is not to make it too full circle, but I feel like I don't think Janet fans have like a name. Like a, there's no like pet fandom stand name for Janet. I don't think so. Jackson Are fans. they not Rhythm Nation? <laughs> I, I guess they're Rhythm Nation. But that's a collective, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's right. Um, I feel like, and this is just what's informing Peppermint being like, I'm not going to like, stand anybody the way that the kids are these days because I come from a time when, um, not that it's like dating you like so crazily, but it's like you coming from a time when like, you just really like enjoyed someone's experience and you didn't have to like assign yourself an identity to it. You could just like come in yeah. mm-hmm. and, and, and absorb it, you know? Yeah. I like and that. That's, and, and maybe I, I definitely think that has to do with me, my, my bracket. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I've, I, just, um, I've just Googled it and she does not have a like fan group name. There you go. Yeah. Classy. Yeah, I think that's classy. I think that's nice. We don't have to name it. We're a Janet Jackson fan. That's I'm it. A fa- yeah. Yeah. Okay, this <laughs> by the way, this this Wikipedia page that I'm on claims that Kelly Clarkson's fans are called celebrities and I can confirm with no. you that that is not true. Um <laughs> that I don't is, identify as a celebrity. It's just too it gets like tacky. It's just this too I mean, I know it's supposed to be cute and not take itself too seriously, but it is kind of like, no, you know, because what you if you're the person and you hate that? Like, you know, and also you can't change it. Like Ariana's fans forever are called Arianators and she's got to live with that when she's 40. Oh, Arianators. That is so stupid. Depending on how you um, pronounce that. It's so unfortunate in 2020. Arianator. No, Arianators. Arianators. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I didn't even hear that no. until I heard it. And that sucks. It's That's unfortunate. Arianators. Like, <laughs> K- K- Kitty Cats. Is that what Katie's fans are? Hers are the Katie Cats. Here, here's just a few. A little, so, a little Monster has not aged well. I, I, as a Gaga fan myself, I feel like Little Monster. I think Little like, Monster adds, I mean, holds up more than, more than most. I mean, none, like, mm. none of them are as good as Azalea Banks's Cunt Brigade. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course, we have the beehive for Beyonce. Um, Which I, I think is not fair. I mean, look, I'm not going to say anything about the beehive. 
but I remember of it all, yeah. I have a little bit of confusion be, because I'm the the only person I heard talk about that was Little Kim. I saw yeah, Beehive yeah. with Little Kim. Yeah, she she even says like I'm the queen bee. I'm the real queen bee. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. I don't know who this other queen bee is saying sh- she is. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. And then we have what do we have here? We have got let's see. I've obviously the Rihanna Navy, which I do like. I like Navy. But it's a lot of comms like mishandlings. It's like there it was one person's job to come up with this whether it was on the person's team or outside in the fandom, but it's like the ado- the wholesale adoption of this amongst every you got to call it, it's like the R. Yeah, now you get a name. You got to get a name. It's so gimmicky. This says mm. that Mar- Mariah Carey's lambs are often credited as being the first fandom name. Wow, I don't think that's true. I think it was the Beehive. Well, you need to you need to send an email to Wikipedia then and write. I'm going to tell. Oh, honey, I've had sent emails to Wikipedia, darling. <laughs> Trust me, darling. That feeling Wikipedia. when you have to send. So, and that's actually rule of culture number 103. Sometimes you have to send an, email to, send an email to Wikipedia. Darling, and Fire it is not up. easy. No, it's I, don't not even, easy. I don't even have a Wikipedia page. I don't know what I have to do. I didn't know that I had one either. I was, uh, you know, Googling myself, as one does. And um, it was Can probably we? around the time I just got on Drag Race. And I realized that there was a Wikipedia page for me. Mm-hmm. And it had a lot of personal information. And I just ignored it. I'm like, oh, what is it? And then a year or so later, or like a year ago or whatever, um, I was like, okay, this information is wrong. They keep Too adding wrong. wrong information. And it wasn't like age and stuff like that. Like, I'm like, okay, fine, you know. But they were like putting my dead name and um. putting, also putting my like, quote unquote, real name, my government name, which actually wasn't even accurate. And... And, I, and But what ended up happening, long story short, is someone put it on Wikipedia at the same time that somebody uh, printed it in a magazine, and a magazine, I won't say which. And so then it became what is known as circular reporting. I never heard of this. Yeah. Term. Right, right, And right. they, so they, each, each uh, um, outlet was crediting the other as the original source. Right. Wow. Uh, the magazine was saying they got it from Wikipedia and Wikipedia was saying they got it from the magazine. And I'm like, one of y'all can't be, you can't both be right. Um, and I was, so I told, I basically told the magazine, I was like, look, and every other magazine, mm-hmm. I went through every single story that had my name in it and said, I need you to take out either my dead name or do not print my, this other name. None of this information is correct. Take it down. And mm-hmm. they, many of them did. Only one of them refused because they were like the original one. And then Wikipedia refused. And it had, they have like levels of, because, um, you know, anyone can edit Wikipedia. Right. But they have levels of like wizardry where different people can, you know, be the grand, not the grand wizard, but. <laughs> <laughs> the grand wizard of Wikipedia. Wikipedia. A, fr- a front runner for title of that, unfortunately. The grand wizard Ooh, of Wikipedia. Also, yeah. The Arianators are running it. No, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> a lot of white supremacy uh, on that. this stuff. Um, anyway, so they they can... Uh, I Long story short, I posted to my... To, like, people, to my followers. I was like, can someone please help me? I know one of y'all knows how to edit this Wikipedia. Can yeah. somebody please do it? And so someone did, and, like, a, a teenager was like, hey, I'll help. 
And they had like levels one access and they changed it. And then it just kept going up the rung. Uh, then the next person who had level, the next level access changed it back. And then the next person what? had level, the next level. And it went all the way up until someone at the like level 75 access was like, I'm deleting all of you, be gone. And they, and they're like, I'm changing it all back. And it all went back to the original Why? shadiness. And I was like, this is not ha- right. And I was like, there's no forum. I was like, this is my information. I know what my name is. Yeah. And this is not it. And they were not having it. They're like, sorry, it's out there. It's been published. It's, as far as we're concerned, it's real. And I was like, oh, no. Because they say their principle is that if a rep, if any um, outlet or, which is a flawed, but they're like, if a reputable, uh, if it's printed, it must be true. That's what Wikipedia's philosophy is. So the way um, that they justify something being on a Wikipedia page is they, they source it like a bibliography. Exactly. So if anyone else, if you get it from... A source. If you get it from a source, that source obviously did their 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 due diligence. So mm. we can trust our sources, but you right. can't trust all of your sources. So and at the end of the day, that is like I mean, in that moment, that is like inaccurate and and also just plainly transphobic. If they're why fully... am I not a source? Why don't I count as a source? Right. <laughs> oh wow. So the, wow. so okay. So I've always wondered how it fucking works. I like. I, did you did you guys just like? Go on one day, and all of a sudden, you had a Wikipedia. All of a sudden, one day, yeah, all one. of a sudden. And this is this is nowhere near the same level of distressing. But I, but my Wikipedia, for whatever reason, says I majored in microbiology in college and not chemistry. And I keep being like, <laughs> where the fuck did they get that from? <laughs> and I'm sure, but I'm sure peppermint. I'm sure it's like a circular reporting thing where it's like. One publication <laughs> printed it, and then now it's being they cited, and it there's up. no change. Even though I, even though I can be like, haha, lol. Um, if you're gonna beg for my money every three fucking months, you can at least take my word for it that I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't a microbiology major. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, ugh, it's so. That's so. That that is really upsetting. It's the worst, and they don't want to listen. But finally. Uh, one of them told me, look, this is what you got to do. You got to get on and you have to make a public declaration. And so I got on there on Twitter and I made a public declaration. This is my name. If you call me anything other than that, you are being disrespectful. I do not want to be dead named. It's transphobic to use my old name. And then my name is what I tell you it is. Mm-hmm. End of story. And then yep. they said that that would work. And it actually was, the, the, I guess, the catalyst for them to open the conversation again amongst the committee and then oh, they had God. One, one of these people told me who it's like they have a culture at Wikipedia who came who who came to my social media and was like, girl, they are having a, a, a conference about your name and whether to redo your thing. They're having a whole forum about it. And I'm not able to contribute because I'm I'm just level two, but I'm able to witness it. And and this is what's going down and they're blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, is anyone fighting for me in there? And they're like, yeah, yeah somebody is. And eventually it it won. I mean, I feel like it was a court case. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like it you have to so... win to be who called who you are. And then also it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I haven't looked, but is it like, I would imagine that it's like, it, it won't allow it to just be like, and Peppermint's name is Peppermint. It's like... On no. December 24th, 19, uh, 2017, Peppermint declared that her name is actually this. Yeah. It's just like yeah. that. <gasps> it, it, basically. Yeah. 
The bureaucratic like nonsense of all that is so so stupid. I mean, but it, listen, you won. You beat the Grand Wizard, and we love that. <laughs> the we only love. reason the only reason I want one is because I feel like every time someone Google's me, there's so there's like eight other Matt Rogerses, and I like literally if you Google me, it's a pit, some pictures of me and some pictures of an American Idol contestant from season two, and it's like who oh. also who also like hosts a show about like I don't know trucks or something because he's straight, and I'm just like I'd like every. Everyone to know that I'm not this person. So I guess that's the only reason why I'd want one. You're getting there. Probably it's, it'd be it'll like happen any day. Oh yeah, whatever. It's gonna be like personal life, and it's gonna be one of those things where it's like You're Rogers is openly Rogers is gay, gay. Period. <laughs> Look, if if anyone's listening is if anyone listening is a teenager on level one, let us know. Let's let's get the Matt Rogers Wikipedia page and started. With this sort of I don't think so honey energy, we're gonna take a quick break and return with I don't think so honey. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself your feet will thank you snag a job is where america goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over six million active hourly workers snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand tempt to hire part-time or full-time you name the position warehouse worker retail associate grocery store clerk fitness trainer baker stylist bellhop podcast producer yeah snag a job's got a worker for that with our easy to use platform you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard right snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly so visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow... 
So could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. And we are back. All right, so... Here we are. It's I Don't Think So, Honey, on this, the episode of Las Culturistas that is featuring the one, the only, Peppermint. So this is our segment that we do, Bowen and I and our guest, where we take 60 seconds to rail against something in culture that's just absolutely killing us in a way where we can no longer contain ourselves and it has to be brought down. So um, I do have a topic, Bo, that was okay. sort of came, came up today. Oh, okay. And it arose in my mind today as a result of my uh, hobbies, my, not hobbies, my um, errands. errands that I was running. You had told me. Okay, so this is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So Honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey, credit card culture. I don't know what the fuck huh. I'm doing when I go into Chase and they're like, you need to get a new credit card, <laughs> maximums, minimums. I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't know what a one-to-one point thing is. I don't know what points on a credit card are. Mm-hmm. I don't know when, to, when I should be using my credit card and when I should be using my debit card. To be honest with you, this is just a part of my culture that I just don't think... So, honey, I don't know anything hmm. about it. I was never taught how to use one. What's the deal? All seconds. of a sudden, these due dates sneak up on you, and they're like, you're past your yeah. due. It's like, what do I have to put this on my Google Cal? My Google Cal is already full. I don't think so, honey, that there's enough space for it. <laughs> how the fuck am I supposed to know that, like, I'm? it's time for, like, also, how do, how do you build seconds. credit? I don't know, so, honey. I just, all I know I don't is, know, so, know, honey. I got, I wanted, to, I wanted to get a better credit card today. I wanted to get the Chase Sapphire. I said, so let's close Five out seconds. my Chase Freedom. They said, no, we can't close out the Chase Freedom. It's not time. Do I know why? I don't think so, honey. And that's one minute. I find wow. myself completely confused as to the world of credit cards. And that's okay. by design, I gotta <laughs> say. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing you're supposed to know about credit cards is that you're supposed to use it to buy things. That's the only thing they want you to know. Yeah. This is this is how you build good credit. Um you use it to buy things literally and like the the magic number Pay is you, you only you only use up a third of your credit line. Okay. Mm. Um, but you, you, ke- you keep it at that and you, and you're on, you pay on time. And also, um, the longer you have a credit card, the, the, the better credit you build. Those this is like what I want to say. Tenets. I understand how to use a credit yes, card. Yes, I'm, yes, I'm sort of leaning into it for that. I don't think it's funny, but I will say one thing is like when they show you the perks and the bonuses, I'm always like, 
what does any of this shit mean? Like, what is like, how does it relate to anything? I just, I, I, I feel like it's unclear and never has been explained to me. And when I tell bank people, I literally will be like, you need to explain this like you're talking to an idiot because you are. And they're like, okay, cool. Well, 9% advance. And I'm like, what is percents? What is all this? We need to, I mean, I'm going to do an assignment for you and me. We need to, we need to actually, I think it's time for us to start getting into points, points Uh. culture. Po- what? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. What is? Wait, what is that? Do you watch- say, it, say it again. The, the, the points points guy. guy. You don't follow him, darling, honey. You I mean, can live clearly, a life no. of lavish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's he's this gay man who knows all about credit cards, and I feel like he can walk he can walk you through it. It's well, even past credit cards now. It's it, it's membership clubs. It's he does. He, oh really? He, he it's not just that he. I mean, well, I guess it depends on the the program that he's using for the the, sure. the credit card because he he really knows how to use those perks. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. I just need someone to navigate for me how I can because I don't want to hear like, and I know it's true. Like, I know that I'm not using whatever system I'm involved in right now the correct way or the way that's like no, me causing me the most benefits, and that bothers me. Like, like when as I as long as the banks are making money, then none of us are. Well, exactly. I mean, that, that's <laughs> yeah. the thing is, it's like I know that it doesn't matter to them, but it's like if I'm going to be involved in this system of credit cards, which is like already eye roll, and I know the banks are taking advantage of, of to advantage of us at every turn. Mm-hmm. I'd at least like to get what I can get out of it. And if you're yes. telling me I can get a free flight, I should know how. Exactly. Oh, exactly. that's the truth. That's the truth. Honestly, Matt, get like the get get the JetBlue MasterCard and then you just get like miles or something. Yeah, but you know I'm a, you can do that. I'm a Delta girl. I think we should get into Point Sky um and and we'll figure Maybe it out we'll get him on the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would he great, be an iconic great. guest? Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I, I don't I don't really know his deal. Okay, great. I do um, know that, I do know that he's gay. Yeah, he's gay. He's gay. Okay. He's gay. I love he's that gay. He's gay. I, I, I've got one. I've got one. Uh, that's good that you have one. I'll tell you what I don't have is my phone on me. It's all the way over there. So do you okay, mind? I'll time myself? No, <laughs> not at all. Um, okay. All right. This is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. 58 degrees and sunny. What the hell am I supposed to do? Am I wearing a short and a long sleeve? Culture. It's it's going to be hot outside. It's it's going to feel like 58 degrees, but then the sun's going to feel like it's beaming down onto my skin and it's gonna I'm gonna feel like I'm burning up down there or just and down and by down there I mean down everywhere on the body it's just I I, today was very confusing for me walking around outside I do love I tend to love fall weather 30 seconds there it's this liminal space where I'm not really we're not given the tools to know what to do when it's 58 (laughs) degrees and sunny it's like credit cards. What do you wear? <laughs> it's like credit cards. We're, it's it's by design. We're not supposed to know what to do, seconds. what our recourse is. So am I wearing long pants and a t-shirt or am I wearing a sweater and shorts? I don't know. There is no right answer, but there is no wrong answer. But that leaves me in the Five purgatory seconds. of choice. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. 58 degrees and sunny, you're purgatory. And that's one minute. I have to say, you said that to the wrong person because I am I would die for 58 degrees and sunny I right love now. 58 degrees and sunny. Wait, Matt, are <laughs> oh you in LA God. right now? I'm in LA where it's too fucking hot. We're in the midst of our ninth heat wave of the year. And it's just like, oh my God, 58 degrees and sunny. That is a gorgeous deal. I love it. You are, you are the New York. You got too used to, you got too used to LA there, Bowen. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. You're right. You're right. You're right. You can't. Because guess what, Bowen? (laughs) Let me get, let me give you two. Let me give you an, I don't think so. Oh I my god! Sitting... <laughs> you were sitting. No, tell me. I was sitting 
in Los Angeles, captive in Los Angeles for as, mm-hmm. as I have been for many projects. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, but what I was, when I was doing Drag Race and all we had was TV, we didn't have phone, you're sequestered, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard all about it. Yeah. And yes. so I was watching the same TV and I got to know, as one does, the local news team that would come on every day, every morning. <laughs> Intimate. And homegirl, the weather, I can't remember her name now because I wiped it out of my memory. The local weather lady on ABC in Los Angeles, don't remember her name. <laughs> I kn- I thought I was going crazy. I you was don't know sitting her. there because all I had, I don't know her. Oh, I had a window. <laughs> I was looking out the window and I'm like, damn, this damn thing is the same weather every single day. And then I turned this on the thing, thing. and... The woman on the thing, they, no lie. They're like, okay, thanks. And now to weather. Homegirl gets on there and she says, it's basically a carbon copy of yesterday. And walk <laughs> off. That's iconic. And I'm like, what? That's iconic. I'm like, I knew it. Yep. And so I can't with LA. I'm sorry. I, I love you all, everyone. I love everyone. But the weather, I don't want to be in a place where it's the same weather every day for the rest of my life. It's Groundhog Day. What's going on? You, you know like what? That? No, you know what? I will say this. Dur- during, like, mm, I'm going to say December to March, you get a good moment. Because especially, like, okay. last February, it was Winter. raining every day, and I was loving Winter. it. It was it was sort of like, <laughs> you know, like like a, like a, like a mid-60s moment with like a, and it would get a little rainy. And I love that in LA because it's also dry. You don't have to worry about the humidity, darling. Uh-huh. And so that's kind of like something Mariah. I, that was my Mariah slipping in. Um, yeah. But like the humidity, darling. <laughs> but I just, I can't describe how easy it must be to the fucking weather girl of Los Angeles, the easiest job in the history of jobs. It must be jobs. the easiest. She was like, it's basically, <laughs> she, she was so over it. And I was like, whoa. She's like, That's it's basically amazing. a carbon copy of yesterday. And then she and walked, walked off. off. They what walked an icon. Off. She left. And that was her report. I love it. <laughs> and you can't say she's not doing a, a good job. We're talking about she's her now. She's telling the truth. We're talking about her now. Oh, we so are. She, Stop. she made her Sorry, moment. Sorry, that's my Google. You have, what, you have a doodle? A no, no, not a doodle. My Google. Oh. <laughs> you got I a doodle? Thought, I thought you were saying you is had a doodle, a doodle. Like a labradoodle. That's a porg. Uh, oh, no, this is a porg. This is this actually is my my. Oh, uh, what is my that thing? It's a, I've seen those it's things. From the, it's, Star Wars. it's actually from the last Jedi Star, Star Wars. Wars movie. Okay, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the girls out there now are getting a little baby Yoda dolls, but I have a little porg. Um, oh, and he actually cute. makes a sound. Would you like to talk to him? Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's cute. It's like a bird very thing. Cute. It's like this. a bird mammal. Yeah. Bird with fur. Very cute. Very cute. I love it. Okay, wait, peppermint. Yes. Okay. We didn't time you on that one, but do you would you like to no, do anything not, so many times? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. That's on. not my that's not my I don't think so. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> it was just an I don't think so, honey, addition. This is the real yeah. thing. <laughs> this is the real thing. I just wanted to make sure, and I knew that Peppermint knew the the rules. But I just, yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Well versed. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is Peppermint's I Don't Think So, Honey, and her time starts now. In the age of COVID, <laughs> when everyone is locked in their house, and especially in the beginning when nobody was leaving their apartments, I do not think so to the people, whoever is <gasps> packing up the food and putting the condiments in the bag. Yep. 
the condiments <laughs> and the utensils and the flatware. I do not want to be sitting in a hotel room no, with 30. no fork and not enough ketchup or too much ketchup because I got eggs. Nothing is right. I don't eat ketchup on my eggs. And if I'm getting some Chinese food, I want more than one packet of soy sauce. Hello? Obviously, I'm getting Hello? Chinese food because I want soy sauce. 15 seconds. Don't give me one packet. And it, do, do not ever send a bag to, of, to go and not put a fork and a straw and a spoon and a knife. Nobody's Five having seconds. to go and already holding their own fork. You need to go ahead and get yourself together. You need to quit your job. I don't think so. Wow. <laughs> I, I have to tell you something. This is exactly what I don't think so, honey. It's all about. It's it's negotiating with the culture right now. You are dead ass. Every time I order from Panda Express, they don't even put soy sauce in the bag. What? Every How? single time. Every single time. And I'm like, not for nothing, but y'all weren't the gourmet Chinese option. So you're going to need to put soy sauce in the bag. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not you're not a steakhouse where it's 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 rude to ask for a one. Let's research, Mama. Let's, let's research. research. Hello, you know you have a box of soy sauce in there, girl. I know they have. I know they have a whole back room full of the stuff. And you can't be giving a girl one. You have a you room. You should be there. giving it away. Giving I, like, it what do you away. what do you need all of it? What are you hoarding it? And that's the thing. I was like, I, I I almost took their side in the beginning. I was like, you know, maybe they feel no. as though like so many orders are going out. We can't be giving away all our supplies. It's like bitch, sodium. It is it is so ridiculous to give no fork, no knife. No condiments. <laughs> it is so crazy. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying it's that. The worst. Honestly, and I know we're I know we're not supposed to like root for like putting utensils in the bag necessarily because it's like oh is it bad for the environment? But sometimes, sometimes you need. You, there's no way around it. And, and no, look, and, no, there's no sometimes. Every time <laughs> you get food, every time you get food, you need. Utensils and what? Unless we're getting like, what are we getting? That's what do pizza. what do you order? That's to go. Okay, pizza. Okay, pizza. Do not give me a fork with pizza. No, that's it. But with that's Chinese it. food, gonna right? need a fork on that one. I need something, boo. <laughs> gonna Don't need a fork on that one. <laughs> gonna need Everything a fork on that else, one and a knife on that. You one. can't send food. You have to assume. That you want the pe- you do not want to send your food out and have people be like, well, I can't eat this because I can't don't have what I need. Give them everything they need. Can yes. you imagine? And, that, and for someone like you who is often in hotels, it's like, hello. I I now I carry a fork and a knife and a spoon. <laughs> but why should you have uh, to do that? Why no. do I? But that's ridiculous. It's more ridiculous for me to have to carry a fork <laughs> and a knife and a spoon. <laughs> do we lose I will say she, I, she froze, but the way she froze was iconic. The way she froze. Is <laughs> someone take a photo of it. This is this, this is, is the this will be look the photo. Look how gorgeous she looks. I mean, stunning. Um, I'm sure we'll get her back. Are okay, you back? Okay, there okay. you are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's because you have so many appliances running over there. You got that. I fucking... do. I have everything running on me. <laughs> yeah, but oh my god, you are. God damn it, are you dead right? on? Dead on. 
Dead wow. On. I wow. have to say, this has been... I obviously got emotional about that. Yeah, just truly. The computer was melting <laughs> and we, and down. You, you brought us there with you. Yeah. <laughs> this has been such a fun episode. I, I have to say, I, it was so exciting talking to you and finally getting you here. And we're so thrilled for our girl like me, Letters to My Lovers, coming out on October 16, 2020, y'all. It's going to ho- mm-hmm. hopefully uh, improve this year a little bit. Um, and the single is Best Sex, and it's out right now. And I do want to, I know Bowen mentioned it earlier, the show Pep Talks. Pep Talks. My next, our first, I'm not sure when this airs, but our first premiere, uh, our premiere guests were Alaska and Bob. Yes. And our, it's a brand new show. And the second week, we have Miss Shay Coulee as our guest. Yeah, we gotta get we, we gotta get Shea Coulee on this pod. We've you had we've had uh, Alaska and Bob, and now the legendary Pep. But uh, we we're we're sort oh. of making our way through the the drag the race girls, canon. just like those fuck boys, just like those race chasers, <laughs> just like those race chasers. We are race chasers first and foremost. <laughs> Peppermint, this was fantastic. We love you so much. Thank you for coming on. My pleasure. I'm so happy to finally be here with both of you. Well, you'll have to come back soon. Absolutely. Um, and you know, Bowen. Yes, we always close out with the song. And I think that we should close out with a song that sort of alludes to what's happening next week. Yes. And I, you're, I, I there's, you can really... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, And it's just the life with your about Derek Jeter's come. Anyway, bye! <laughs> There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.